0: Check, check, checkity. Let's try this. Check, check. One, two, one, two. What are you going to do? Check, check. Bealchart.com. Well, hello there. This is Chris from the Flying Chart Company bringing to you a podcast. Insert intro here. (laughs) Billchart.com. Hi people, this is Chris again at the Flying Bill Chart Company and I am talking to you while I'm driving to my workplace It's been a year, so I am presenting to you my annual podcast Maybe I will do more than one this year, it's hard to tell with my busy schedule And I think I've got some content to bring to you. I've got maybe a few stories if I can remember them. I'm recording from my iRiver. I don't have a pop filter. But that really doesn't matter. So, let me tell you what happened. I listened to a show called Don and Drew. Over at donandrew.com. They make a podcast on a farm. They have buttloads of listeners. And they decided this year... That they would like to have a birthday party... That was huge. 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 For Don. Don Maselli. So they invited a few of their friends... And I actually got invited to the party... In Wisconsin. So this last weekend pretty sure um, I was able to fly to Wisconsin and go to the birthday bash so here's the events that took place on Friday I was at work and I left work at I don't know in the morning then I went home then I got a ride to the airport Then I flew on a plane all the way to Wisconsin and landed in Wisconsin approximately 3 o'clock. Then myself and CBE, uh, her name is also Closed Blue Eyes, went to... We had carpooled, share expenses. We went to the store, bought some ice, bought some alcoholic beverages. One of the things that I was... Or a few of the items I was looking for uh, at the liquor store at Walmart was Mad Dog 2020. I was thinking either grape flavored or kiwi flavored, but they didn't have either. So then I said, "Well, I'll settle for a case of." Well, I wouldn't have get I wouldn't have got a case. I would have got one. Um, one forty of Old English 800 malt liquor. Just for old times. And you know, I don't even know if anyone would have drank in the Old English 800. That stuff is just... But at least we could have poured it on the curb for our dead homies. Um, So, anyways. Buy some alcohol. Now, I had to settle because there was no Old English 800 and there was no Mad Dog twenty twenty. Instead, I had to settle for Boone's Farm, and I happened to get watermelon flavor. So that was my... And, they, and it's actually something that somebody probably would drink. I'm trying to contribute to our community, alcohol... Um, uh, community. What am I talking about? Yeah, who cares? So I get that. I buy some lawn chairs. I buy a few other things. Then we drive to the farm. Now before we get to the farm, on Friday night, Don and Drew and the people that were at the farm already decided they were going to walk one mile down the street to a local bar for a fish fry. Now my phone's ringing. Stand by. And now I am not on the phone any longer. Let's see if I leave off. Ah yes, the fish fry. So I wanted to make it there, Friday, to go to a traditional Wisconsin fish fry. They take fishes and then they take all the guts and the bones off of them and they put them in some beer batter and then they fry them and then they give you some coleslaw and some lemon and some chips, which that's what they call fries in England. Oh, I should have got some mayonnaise, that would have been good. Chips and mayonnaise. And you get some tartar sauce, and um, so I, so we were able to go to the fish fry. We made we drove right to the to the fish fry, and when I remember uh, driving to the farm, and it's 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 kind of strange. I don't know how to explain, you know what it what it felt like going going to to the farm because I've been listening to this podcast for I don't know a couple of years or something who knows like for a long time. And I've known people that listen to the show for quite a long time too, and so, it's so it was sort of like a family reunion where you know you're getting together with these people, and you know they have had children. You know that there's people that just got that have been married newly, or you know you know their lives, that the everyday part of their life. So um, so it was interesting to finally get to meet these people in person, all these like-minded people. So it was like a big family reunion. So as I'm driving. Uh, we have to drive past the farm and then go a mile down the road and go to this... It's like a roadhouse sort of bar place. <clears throat> and uh, we're driving past the farm and I'm looking at the farm and I'm like, that is so weird. That's the... We're, I'm going to go camp right there. This is craziness. So anyways, uh, so it's, like, it's just sort of surreal and exciting. So we go to the... So I go to the fish fry and order some fish. Turns out they were, uh, there was a wedding party that was about to be there. Come on, people who don't know how to drive. What the fuck? Oh, I cursed. I guess this isn't a kid's podcast friendly anymore. Dang it. So, eat some fish. See Don and Drew. Say hi to them. Talk to a couple of the other peeps that were there. Oblivion was there. Licks was there. Uh, who else was there? Um, Dax and Spracky, I know I'm going to forget people you know it's funny on these podcasts people say, I, you know forgive me I know I'm going to forget people but just you know forgive me I, I should have made a list who cares you know I, I don't have a good memory I'm not going to try to lie to you there was a bunch of people there that I knew it was cool it was great the, there was the girls there that bought Drew an and iPhone so that they could go to the show smart good thinking guys and um, so ate some fish didn't eat that much fish actually I get I get full easily what my grandmother says and she's 97 what my grandmother says is Chris you don't eat enough to choke a bird I always thought that was funny I laugh sometimes when I say that so eat fish then go to the farm with a tent now I brought my huge tent it's a three-bedroom it's like 14 by 14 it's just this big massive very nice Coleman tent and I brought that on the plane and there, it had no problem with that we bring that to set up for Tommy and Ballroom Baby and they've got a baby we we're going to call him Bromit so that they could have enough room you know to hang out with the baby so what was I going to say so we go there we set up. Licks was already there. And he had set up so many tents. He was... You know, and I know he's going to listen to this podcast. So thank you, sir. For totally... I don't know. Making it a, a great camping experience. You know, because I had borrowed a tent from him. So that I could donate my tent, you know, to Tama and those and those guys. And, and then he brought another tent for, for Ellen, for CBE. And he had his own tent that he was going to share with and Linus if that would have worked out and then he brought a canopy and he actually totally set up the whole the whole, you know, he set up most of the tents he helped me set up all the, you know, all of our tents um just went way out of his way he brought a table and a kitchen and chairs and all this stuff he forgot a kitchen sink but turns out we didn't need that wait no did he have a kitchen sink I forgot he did not bring a stripper pole I remember that oh that's alright so then set up camp that worked good one of the things that happened as the tent that I borrowed from him I set up wrong I had to undo it set it up again it was taking forever this is Friday night get camp set up one thing I do remember is I brought a cot and was able to fit it in my suitcase. But by the time I was done setting up all these tents and I'm just sweating, I think it had started raining and people were starting to get cold. And I remember saying, is it hot or is it just me? And everyone's wearing coats saying, no, Chris, it's just you. Oh, and I do remember I also wore my um, Trace Heface shirt that says podcasting sucks. That was, you know, a side note. This... This podcast is maybe more for me to remember in forty years that the events that took place. So you have to bear with my rambling. Tents are set up. Didn't put my cot up. Figured I'll do that later. And now, what, what was next? I think it had been. I think it was dark by that time, and everyone had moved into the barn. Don and Drew have this huge barn. They they worked on it very hard to make it a an area that could be enjoyed by a lot of people. They redid the floor in there. They built a stage. They had lights put up. I didn't see a disco ball, but they had other like fancy lights going on that were kind of freaking me out. They're kind of trippy. Whoa, dude! And there was they had gotten a karaoke uh, machine. Oh, now I remember. Friday night it wasn't raining, because what they did was they set a screen up and were playing that movie Signs. So they had they had chairs and they had people backed up to the cornfield, and then they were showing the movie Signs, trying to make you know trying to be scary. Like, Ooh, scared. You know, so so there's a few people there, and then there's a fire. Um, I do remember that I had to keep making fires. It was strange because at one point I look over, I think it was on Saturday day, and there's a bunch of people sitting around the campfire with raincoats on and no fire. And I'm thinking, we have a ton of wood, we have the means to make heat, and everyone's sitting around a cold fire. You might as well just be sitting on the ground, I don't know, it just seems strange. To to collect yourselves and to gather in one place where you could have heat, you could have something warm, you could have something drying you off. So, anyways, I was able to, which I love making fires. So it worked out good for me. If I see some place to make a fire, then fire, fire, you know, I'll make a fire. They had a, like a huge, you know, uh, like a, one of those fire is raised above the ground, sort of fire pit uh, kind of thing. So that was that was really cool. Got to make a few fires. Try to keep the peeps warm. Power to the posse. Word is Bond. FieldChart.com. I'm almost to work. This show's going to have to come in more than one part. And I don't know how long I've been rambling. Rambling. Uh, It's been 14 minutes. Uh, Who knows? So people are watching the movie signs, people are sitting around the fire. I'm warm from putting up multiple tents there was a dome they set up a uh, geodesic dome you know like hippies have domes it's cool hippies are cool and put they made that like a like a kitchen area a common kind of kitchen area and people brought food people brought so much food it was craziness and people brought so much liquor there was an abundance. Would you say I had a plethora? Oh yeah, you got a plethora. Do you know what a plethora is? That was a reference to the Three Amigos movie. Look up here Okay, so then checking out the dome. Alcohol. Did I start drinking? Oh, I did, I did. Yeah. So then on Friday night, I said, "Well, let's might as well drink something." And I w- I was drinking Red Bull vodka, just because I really would rather be caffeinated than uh, drunk, because alcohol is a depressant, and being depressed is not something that I always, you know, I wouldn't I don't choose that first. I'd rather be I'd rather be caffeinated. I'd rather be spastic with my ADD instead of depressed with my ADD. It just slows me down. It's just yeah. Uh, so if you do both, you're drunk and you're wired. You know, it's fun. So then So I started drinking. And um I didn't sit down and watch the movie. Uh I did wander into the barn and no one was in there yet. And they were but they were making popcorn. Dax and Spracky were making popcorn under the supervision of Moon Girl, Rin. And um and they you know so then ran or somebody had a box of popcorn and they were walking around hey anybody want popcorn and they handed it out i ended up showing it at the barn and moon girl said chris she said Veal chart you need to go hand out popcorn and i was like yeah, okay uh, sounds like my phone's going to ring again no phone she said you need to go hand out popcorn take this box and these bags of popcorn and go feed them to the troops All right, all right, I'll do that. So I take the popcorn and I go try to quietly disturb the movie watchers. Anybody want popcorn? There's a few kids there, too, you know. There's like five or six kids running around. Does anybody want popcorn? No takers, maybe one. Go around the fire. Hey, people who are around the fire, do you want popcorn? No. Go to the dome. Hey, really super drunk people in the dome, do you want popcorn? we're good. All right. So I go back and get harassed about not giving out enough popcorn, but it worked out good because I think the next day people were drinking beer and eating popcorn for breakfast. So then, at some point, signs the movie was over, and then Drew and I—I I do remember that Drew and I, Drew was like, "Okay, let's move all of our." stuff to the barn, let's, because there's light there, and there's power there, and we can set up the karaoke, so I'm like, cool man, so I help him tear down, uh, the screen and, and the stuff, you know, the, the, whatever the machine is, the video, some fucking machine, take all those cords and stuff to the barn, set up the karaoke, now, Now, one of the important things that took place was a person named Mark. And he was a, I don't know if he used to be a caterer or if he used to be like somebody who did methamphetamines or if he was a chef or some kind of magician or maybe uh, a carny, no, not a carny, maybe um I don't know, but he did not stop moving, I think I saw him sit down two times, and he was plugging things in, and he was unplugging things in, and he was jumping around, and he was climbing on things, and he was turning things on, and he was making machines work, and he was finding discs, and he was having karaoke work, and he was getting the crowd to come do the karaoke, and he was making food, and at one point he had me shred some beef, and, um what else he was non-stop he was a whirlwind and so I would say thanks to Mark for ma- making all that happen I you know if, if there was going to be a person who could do a one man band like Dick Van Dyke on Mary Poppins it'd be Mark only he would have twice as many instruments he was crazy craziness so so that was cool so thanks Mark for making that that all work out Schultzman was there He's the guy who purchased off of eBay um, a ticket to go to Don and Drew for quite a bit of money. forget how much. Tons. And, um... Alright, so now, I've been drinking Red Bull and vodka. I get to the barn. We're setting up karaoke. Uh, People start working. There's a bar. They've set up a bar in the barn. Tons and tons of drinks. We... What did they do? We had food, I think. What was the food? Man, there are so many pictures from this event. It is crazy. If you go to Flickr and search for Don uh, Padruza or D-A-P-D-A, I think. D uh, Who knows? I can't spell. So... I'm going to skip ahead because I can't remember, and then I'll skip back, and then I'll skip to my loo. Hey, look, I'm at work. I'm going to have to pause this and forget where I left off. The funnest time I've had singing karaoke in my life was on Friday night. Saturday, too, but more more Friday because I had, um, for a while, I had the stage to myself, pretty much, I had to get people up there. No one was interested in doing karaoke. I don't, you know, I think people, they're like, well, I have to drink more so I can lower my inhibitions so that if I make a fool of myself, then I can pretend, you know, I can say that I forgot I drank too much. Oh, did I do something crazy? I don't know. You can blame it on alcohol. I don't need to blame things on alcohol. I can be a retard if I want. I was born a retard. I I can even say that word. I mentioned that on podcasts of mine before that I probably didn't publish, but I'm not afraid to make a fool of myself. It's fun. If I can get people to laugh, that's worth it. That's worth dollars that they should have put in my pants. Well, or in a hat. Maybe a violin case next to me. So I was, it was a lot of fun. I gotta, I gotta practice my lounge singing act. And strangers in the night they are still strangers, they are very strange, uh, that's why we call them strangers, you know, doing stuff like that, and uh, just, just having a, a ton of fun, and I think, you know, I sparked some interest on the stage, and got a few more people up there, and they just had a whole lot of fun, so that was good, and I'm wondering if anyone's listening to this who got video of Friday night, uh, when I was doing my lounge act, I would love, 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 love to see that and or own that. I would host it on my vealchart.com website. I'm going to stop this show now and I'll br- I'll s- record some more later. I'm not, I'm not going to say when, but you could send me an email to vealchart@gmail.com would be a good idea. I am going to sign off now. It's a little bit windy. So I'll talk to you guys soon. Okay, bye. DC DC.